Welcome, gender conscious friends. I'm your host, Fate Day. My pronouns are they, he, she, and I'm so glad the simulation brought you here today. This is our lives, gender included, where I and another gender conscious friend talk about things found in everyday life and how gender, if at all, affects those topics. This episode's topic is change, but before I intro our guest, I gotta get the important stuff out of the way. First of all, thank you to all of the listeners and everyone who helps make this podcast possible, including this podcast's first financial supporter, Daniel M. Thank you so much, Daniel M. Also, I would like to say, I know I'm not very good at promoting it, but I do have a Redbubble with my art, and I am doing Inktober, or as I'm calling it, if you follow me on any of my social media, Spooktober, for every day of the month of October. So every drawing that I do for the month of October can be on my Redbubble sold as prints or stickers, and even on some hats and masks, if it is allowed. If it's gory, it won't let me do that, but if it's not gory, I can't do that. Um, also, if you could, please, please, please rate and review this podcast if the platform you're listening on so supports it it's super helpful for podcasts to help brains see that people like this podcast so i can do ads for them and you know that could make this potentially be my job pretty cool just saying <laughs> also if you're into the social media thing all the links will be on my website lyricallyfate.wixsite.com slash fate say all the links are at the bottom of the first page if you scroll all the way down. The link to my TikTok, which I used a lot. The link to my Instagram, which I am only using a lot for this month because of Spooktober. <laughs> the link to my Twitter, which I basically never use at all. Sorry. <laughs> the link to my YouTube, which I am trying to get into using more. It's very hard, guys. A uh, link to this podcast if you'd like to share it with someone. A link to a wish list if you'd like to get me a present. A link to the Patreon if you would like extra benefits in exchange for financially supporting me. And a link to the Redbubble, where, as I said, you can buy my art on various items, not just the Spooktober art. I also have just random Halloween art up. I finally got that up. Um, and then also just other art that I've already made, you know? I have a Not Dramatic Pixie Dream Girl stickers, and on hats and t-shirts and all that. Uh, I have plant overlord on different things. Honestly, some of them I really love. I I think you would also love them too. They're pretty great. Uh, but with that, on to the episode. Hello. Hello. So this is our gender conscious friend, Cameron. Uh, so to start off, we're just going to have you tell us about your gender journey, kind of like how you got to where you are right now. Okay, cool. Um, wow. I feel like I have always felt like I was not one, one binary or the other. So I'm not, I'm not like against saying, um, the gender I was assigned with at birth if it's not obvious by my voice I feel like um so I was assigned female at birth and I feel like with that whole journey I just never resonated with that so I thought to myself something must be wrong with me I must want to be a guy Mm -hmm. but then I realized I didn't fully want to be a guy so I was Mm -hmm. like what does this mean where am I um 
so I guess through process of elimination, I was kind of like, well, can I just be nothing or can I just be everything? Yeah. And I realized when I was a senior in high school, which was five years ago, mm-hmm. that um, I didn't have to be either binary. I could just be me. And I guess the label felt nice, the non-binary label. So I tried it out and I haven't gone back since. <laughs> nice. So this episode's topic is change. Do you want to tell us kind of what your feelings on change are? Yeah, sure. Um, change in what regard, though? Just in general? Yeah, just in general. Um, I think change is scary, <clears throat> but we should welcome change because change helps us see new opportunities, helps us grow, helps us learn. Um, I've gone through a lot of hard changes in my life, so I think there's some changes where you definitely feel like you're not prepared for them but there are other changes where it's like okay obviously this was a lesson I was supposed to learn so I'm kind of glad that it happened you know yeah I think for me kind of just depends on where the change is coming from like if I'm making the change like on my own of my own free will then I'm like this is totally fine like I'm excited for this change you know Mm -hmm. but like if like things are suddenly changing out of my control I'm like oh my god the world is ending (laughs) I see that I see that for sure yeah so for me it's kind of more just like a how's it happening yeah exactly like through what means are we doing this change right now is it going to be sudden is it going to be drastic you know okay that makes sense (laughs) and it's so funny because like whenever I like decide when I want to like do a change it's very sudden to everybody else because I'm just like yeah I'm doing this thing (laughs) true but like I'm like no no like this makes sense like this is logical of course but then like it's the exact opposite when somebody else is I'm like why are we doing this all so fast (laughs) okay I see that though because I'm allowed to be chaotic but when other people are chaotic I'm like okay wait 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 wait. I'm not ready (laughs) like this is my character type only one of us can be like this exactly exactly so what would you say is one of the like biggest changes that you've made in your life since like figuring out your gender? Oof. Um, other than the change to change the label that I was being referred to as, I guess my other change would be just fully diving into the world of being my own person because mm-hmm. I moved out of my house and I got my own apartment and I was kind of independent and mm-hmm. I don't know. Independence is one of those things that everyone wants, but once you get it, it's kind of weird and you're like in limbo for a while. Um, I have not gotten it yet, so I cannot agree with you. <laughs> I'm still in the I want it piece. Um, no, yeah. And you're rightfully so, because it is such a liberating thing to just have your own space and be able to do whatever you want. But at the same time, it's like, I feel like I'm still a kid. Like, I feel like I'm still a child. So yeah, it was well, I still feel like that here too. That that <laughs> right. I think that's probably just like everybody who is like under thirty. We're all just yeah. like big children. <laughs> yeah, collectively, and it's like we need to embrace that. It's okay. It's okay to be like a child at heart. Just big children with adult money now. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> Yeah, I can't. I'm like looking around my room and it's literally all just like Halloween shit. Like, <laughs> ah, 
I love that for you. I'm so excited for Halloween. Yeah. I just, every time, like every time September rolls around and the Halloween stuff comes out, I'm like, oh man, (laughs) time to spend every single cent I have ever worked to get at all. Literally. It's kind of dangerous, especially if you're into cosplay and stuff, because then when it's time to make that costume, oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh man. I think, I don't know. Because, like, when I figured out my gender, there was also a pandemic happening. So there was already a lot of change going on. Mm-hmm. Um, people weren't leaving. Everybody wears masks now. I love to wear my mask. Mostly because it's a Halloween mask. But I love to wear my mask. <laughs> yeah, I have a skeleton mask. So it looks like the bottom half of a skeleton. Mine is a like pumpkin mouth. Like a jack-o'-lantern? Yes. Oh, that's so cool. Look at it. Oh, my God. I love it. And it's like one of those big ones with the double sides. It's nice. Yes, stacked up. Fight those germs. Love that for you. (laughs) So I guess like, I don't know, I guess the thing that's changed the most is the way that I like express myself sort of Mm -hmm. like physically. Because like before the pandemic, when I was like, I was still like, I graduated like six months before the pandemic started. So I was still like doing that like hyper feminine thing like you gotta put on the makeup and do your hair and wear a skirt and like look pretty like a lady when you go places right and the pandemic happened and I didn't have to go places so I started to be like hmm, I don't really like any of those things <laughs> and that's kind of how I figured out like that I was like non-binary but then also it was like hmm, I'm just not gonna dress like that like, I don't know. I just, I think that's probably the biggest change or at least like the most like visible change, I guess. Cause like, I guess probably the biggest change is just my pronouns and like my name, like those are completely different now. So like the way that I refer to myself is different. Right. What would you say is like the best change that has come with you? Uh-oh like figuring out your gender um I guess maybe just the peace of mind I think just learning who I am and understanding that I can just be whoever I want to be and now that I'm I guess aligning what Uh I'm saying with how I feel it just feels so serene it feels like it's always supposed to have been this way you know yeah yeah for me it's like um like getting happy when like people refer to me like when I like hear them use the right pronouns and stuff I'm like are people always like this excited like I'm excited (laughs) right (laughs) like I have like one work friend he's like super good about using my pronouns and like he like there I use multiple pronouns so like he like alternates too and I'm just like oh my god (laughs) I'm like that's so great exactly oh that's so nice I'm happy you have that friend that's really cool yeah he's pretty great he's married also to somebody who's non-binary and they decided that I love that they decided that they don't want to be like spouse and spouse or whatever (laughs) they decided that they're co-captains in life co-captains come on yes. come on that's so cool and I love telling people that especially people who like think it's dumb because I'm like yep 
Exactly. There's nothing you can do about it. It's the greatest thing ever. There's nothing you can do about it. That's so creative. I've always wondered because you know how people say, oh, you're an aunt or you're an uncle, or you could be like uh-huh. an uncle or whatever. They always make up different names like an for things. An uncle or whatever the heck that word. I hate that one. <laughs> right. So I'm like, what would I be? I always ask myself that. But I'm like, how do I, like, what would my kids call me? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I think about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not having any children, but I'm sure my siblings probably will at some point. So I'm like, what am I going to be, you know? Um, you're going to be cool. That's what you're going to be. Yeah, I'll be pretty cool. But <laughs> <laughs> So what would you say is the worst change that has come with you figuring out your gender? Oof. Um, I guess maybe I was going to say demanding respect, but that sounded very, very barbaric. Um, it's well, no, so that much. makes sense. Yeah, it's just kind of like I'm doing this thing now, and I'd appreciate it if everyone else did this thing with me. And then some people were kind of like, "No, that's lame." And I'm like, ah, "How do I get you to be on board without forcing you?" You know, like I want you to want to do it. You know? Yeah. I think I think mm. the worst part for me is like having to like wait to tell people things because you can never know who's transphobic until you like talk to them about it right because I love to talk (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't know if you've known from like the 10 minutes that we've been talking but like (laughs) no but I mean talking's fun like anyone who says that talking isn't fun they're lying like talking's fun (laughs) yeah like I love to talk and like I will just talk about me and like random stuff that's happened and like whatever and like to like have to like be like I can't say this one thing though you know mm-hmm. it's just right it's kind of frustrating especially when like I don't know exactly how it's going to go over with some people and like right now I kind of like depending on your perception of me I either look like a mask lesbian or like a tiny little dude you know uh, like <laughs> so like yeah. It's like, I don't want to say something and like mess up what you're already thinking. Cause like, I guess either of those things could possibly be correct, but also at the same time, not be correct, you know? Right. No. Yeah. I definitely get that. I actually, I'm pretty androgynous in person and a lot of people often will pick one of the binaries and they'll say it to me. They'll say like, Hey Chico or Hey, Hey dude, thanks Mm -hmm. bro. Or they'll say like, yes, thanks young lady or whatever. Mm-hmm. They do that often to me, but my thing is like, I really love that. Like, I thrive off of that. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I don't know if that's weird, but usually they'll assume one, one or the other, and then when I speak, they might change which one they yeah. thought it was before. Interesting. Yeah, they usually only change if they thought that I was like a dude, and then I speak, and they're like, "Oh wait, lady voice." Mm-hmm. Hold on. <laughs> but like, usually they'll think that I'm like lady adjacent you know so mm-hmm. and like I don't really have a problem some days but like other days I'm like no no I'm nothing I am a nothing <laughs> right <laughs> yeah like don't perceive me yeah. actually I actually don't exist I'm actually a ball of gas exactly <laughs> yeah. exactly you put that into words so well <laughs> like I am not actually in this meat suit it is a costume please stop 
Yeah, exactly. No photos, no pictures, no talking, please. Don't acknowledge me. I don't yes. exist. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. So when you were like coming to terms with your gender, were there any changes that you had to make like internally with yourself? Um, yes. I think acceptance of the things that I could change and then accept of the things that I couldn't change so for example obviously the physical parts of me are things that I can't really change at like you know a moment's notice it's something Uh that takes a lot of planning and preparation and thorough thinking and everything Uh um so I think the acceptance of that and understanding that I do eventually want top surgery but it may not be this year or next year or in five years you know yeah things like that or things that I had to kind of reckon with myself about, just figure out how okay I was with waiting. Yeah, yeah, especially with, like, people who do, like, gel testosterone and stuff like that, like, those take a lot longer than, like, just regular shots. Right. I know a lot of people, and also some people who have had their uh, doctors not believe that they are trans masks and secretly microdosing them without telling them. What? I was not aware of that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I I follow a lot of trans masks on TikTok. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like someone was like talking about how they were upset because they were at six months on tea. And they were like, I get that I'm using the gel, but like my voice should have dropped a little bit. And it was because they were being microdosed without being told and they had just went to a new doctor to be like, hey, what's going on? You know, like, because they had just moved. And the doctor was like, oh, you're like way low. Like, was that on purpose? Oh, no, that's the worst way to find out too. Just like the yeah. betrayal of it all. Oh, yeah. And then a couple of my mutuals in the comments were like, yeah, like that's happened in like some of my friends too. And I'm like, oh my God, how often does this happen? Oh, man, I'm sure it happens often, too. I'm sure they do a lot of things like that. I've heard of them straight up turning people away and just saying, okay, yeah, you're not trans. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I like that, like, I know a lot of people don't like how, like, non-binary has become, like, a lot more, I don't know, like, visible, I guess. And, like, some people think it's trendy or whatever. Right. But, like, I think it's really helpful because, like, I've seen some people on TikTok who are like, I've been out as non-binary for 10 years. I'm like, how did you even have the words for that? Yeah. And honestly, they probably didn't. Like, they probably just didn't. And they just live their life of basically being non-binary and just not having the term. Because I feel like I was already doing that before I knew the term. Yeah. But, like, I think it's a lot more helpful because, like, now if you go to a doctor and be like, oh, yeah, like, I'm non-binary, there's, like, a 50-50 chance of having to be like, oh, yes, I have heard of this thing, you know? Right. So, like, the way that, like, the internet has changed the perception of just, like, literally everybody, whether it's for a positive or negative, people are more aware that non-binary people exist. Yes, exactly. Like we're kind of breaking the stigma of it too. I think there's stigma around it because people are are upset. They kind of do this thing where they're like, I can tolerate you being, I guess, quote unquote, fully trans. But when you're not fully transitioning from one binary to another, it's totally preposterous. And it's this brand new thing that's like 
crazy to fathom but yeah no it's like the more people come forward and explain their stories the more I guess normal yeah for lack of a better word yeah yeah that I hate when people say that when they're like I guess if you're gonna fully transition which makes me think of like a lot of the trans medicalist people Mm-hmm. and those people are very frustrating yeah especially for like a lot of the like trans guys who don't want to get the surgeries or the trans women who don't want to get the surgeries like they just want to be men or women in their bodies like not every trans person hates their body right yeah exactly and that should be common sense, but we're working on it. I think yeah. slowly but surely. Yeah, we're working on it. I think I think for me, one of the things I had to like come to terms with, like in my head, was like, ugh. Like there's more than just the binary, which was a lot for me. Mm-hmm. It's like I always like I always like knew I was a little off but I figured it was because I was autistic and that was why you know it was just like yeah 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 yeah. of course none of it makes sense duh you know (laughs) right but then having to like wrap my head around there not being just like female and male I was like huh okay and then me being a part of that and I was like okay um (laughs) (laughs) right it's new and it's scary it's I mean change it's change so yeah right I think it's again really helpful that there's just people on the internet who are just out and talking about it because I could easily like I easily just researched and found out like oh yeah gender queer that sounds like me you know right Mm -hmm. like to where like like 20 years ago we didn't have the internet like the way it is now I would have been like I don't know something (laughs) Yeah, I always wonder what I would have done if I had had the resources that we have now earlier. And I wonder, mm-hmm. would I have been against it or for it just by my upbringing? You know, I can't tell. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the closest I can do with that is like think about my younger siblings. And I know my family's always been kind of like openly queer sort of, you know, so I don't think that would have changed. But I think knowing more about trans people probably would have like with my one of my younger sisters like whenever I'm like scrolling through TikTok and she'll like see somebody she's like oh is that a girl is that a boy and I go no that's just a person and she Mm -hmm. goes oh it's a them cool and then like goes back to what she's doing you know right but like when I was that young I'd have been like what are you talking about not a boy or a girl yeah that's so true but I think kids (laughs) are so understanding they really just don't have that hatred that adults have because they don't know any better they don't know to hate yet you know also they don't really know anything yet so if you tell them something they'll believe it (laughs) exactly I remember when I was younger I told one of my siblings that I had an eye in the middle of my back no and that they couldn't see it because they weren't a wizard like me oh my god (laughs) I love that though. That's such a harmless prank. It's like <laughs> they'll just she'd, never see it. She'd be like trying to catch it. She's like, I can't see it. I'm like, of course you can't see it. I'm not a wizard. Exactly. It's like those uh that Polar Express movie where you, they have the little bell and they're kind of like, oh, if you can't oh, yeah. hear it, 
you don't believe in Santa Claus. That's what you were doing to your sibling. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so have you told uh pretty much everybody in your life about being trans or is it like a secret um not that it's a secret necessarily but i'm so i'm puerto rican and dominican and mm-hmm. latin families are like very very strictly gendered and that's kind mm-hmm. of the structure so when i was in high school, I was a senior, I was kind of outed by my mom. She found out about me being queer and like confronted me about it. Mm-hmm. And I guess her stance was that she just wanted to know why I didn't tell her. And she swore up and down that she would be accepting and everything. But I could just tell that it was one of those things where it's like, okay, you can be that, but you can't talk about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so that was just like the sexuality thing but with mm-hmm. the gender thing. Oof, that was different. When she found out about that, she was like, I don't get it. Do you want to be a man? Like, what's going on? And I was like, no. How do I explain this? Yeah. Um, so I guess I kind of not that I was like being a coward, but I guess in in the spirit of self-preservation, I kind of just told her that it wasn't really a thing. Oh, like, yeah. I was just yeah, I kind of just told her, like, don't worry about it. It's not a thing. Like, it's not, you know, you don't have to change anything that you're doing. Yeah, definitely not a coward. Dealing with gender and family is so complicated. Right. Yeah. There's no way you could be a coward with that, especially when, like, it is so dangerous sometimes to be trans. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure, for sure. And I'm grateful that I have such a supportive family, even with the little bit of stigma that there is. Mm Mm-hmm. So other than your mom being like, we're never going to talk about it, um, (laughs) have like any other people in your life kind of like changed how they like deal with you or like talk to you or anything like regarding your gender? Yes. Um, So my my (laughs) brother, my older brother, he actually was one of the first people in my family, I guess, that really started to, I guess, push for me mm-hmm. um but I think that was because not because of me I think it was because he he wound up dating someone who was non-binary and then I think they changed his perspective and he realized oh okay my yeah. sibling's doing this as well mm-hmm. so if my sibling's doing this and this person that I care about is doing this obviously it's really it's a real thing you know yeah um so he and my other cousin my brother and my cousin they both just kind of like I don't know, it clicked in their head and they were like, okay, okay, yeah, I'm going to start referring to them the right way. I'm going to start acknowledging them as who they are, you know? Yeah, that's great. I think, I don't know, because like, again, I figured all this out during the pandemic when like also a lot of my other siblings were also figuring this out during the pandemic. So like, Mm -hmm. like we all kind of like, three or four of us at the same time we're like yep no gender no gender um <laughs> no gender no problem <laughs> yeah and we're like slight gender and we're like cool slight gender so we're all just like yeah gender's whatever who cares and right. so like for all of us we kind of just like went with it mm-hmm. and like we're like yeah, yeah yeah whatever who cares gender doesn't really matter 
So we're kind of, we're kind of all like lax and like we get each other with that. But I think with like other people, it's weird. Um, telling other people like it's, I don't really talk about it with my family. Like I'm sure they know they follow me on social media. Like, but like nobody's had that conversation. So like with them, it's kind of almost the same thing as your family, although they haven't confronted me about it yet. They're kind of just like, that's the thing that's happening anyway. but probably just because they don't care Mm -hmm. like they're just like yeah yeah of course you're queer you're in this family um (laughs) there you go (laughs) but like um I don't know I know it works it's only changed a little bit with like like I said my one friend who's like super into uh, being like okay yeah like I will use your pronouns like aggressively and like make sure everybody else knows your pronouns but like Mm -hmm. I don't know I haven't really like had any like aggressively transphobic people be like no I'm not gonna use your pronouns you know right well that's good yeah which is definitely definitely positive yeah it's definitely a blessing uh but like also it makes me nervous (laughs) oh for like when it does happen yeah, I'm like, now I'm not prepared. Nobody I know has done it now. I'm like, oh, man, as soon as the first stranger does it, I'm going to, like, have a panic attack or something. Um, It's definitely rough. I will say that. But at the yeah. same time, you have to know that it's more so on them than it is on you. You know, they're going to try to make you feel weird about yourself, but it's not you, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I understand you're valid. You're valid for that for sure. So, not directly tied to gender, but what would you say is, like, the greatest change that you've made in your life just at all? At all? Um, the greatest change I've made in my life at all? Oof. I'm trying to think. Maybe? Um... Oh, okay. Okay. I have like high cholesterol, which is a completely off topic from what we were talking about. But um, I, I mean, to this, this one doesn't have to be about gender. So totally, it's fine. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. I made the decision to start eating healthier. And that was definitely a change because that changes everything. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, whatever you put into your body is like the energy that you make and how you feel and just I don't know your overall mood so I started to eat healthier for a really long time because I was just like okay eat healthier or I'm not going to live as long so you Mm -hmm. know that was probably the biggest change I've ever made sounds like a good one though (laughs) (laughs) yeah I do have my cheat days though I'm not completely healthy but definitely healthier I think I'm gonna be mushy for a second okay be mushy I'm ready for it (laughs) so I think for me it was getting back together with my current boyfriend Mm -hmm. because in my senior year I was like having a rough time and I'd broken up with him because I was like having some like problems and I was like I just can't I can't be with you right now you know being dramatic and (laughs) and I don't know I 
like I think like just like the greatest change was us getting back together like a year later I was like I'm glad that we did this because I miss you and I was a douchebag and I'm sorry (laughs) hey it happens it happens okay (laughs) yeah because he's just really great and I love him so much oh that's so cute (laughs) (laughs) have you listened to the podcast I listened to I think it was like 10 minutes of one of the episodes you had before I think it might have been the first episode Mm-hmm. okay uh, then you definitely missed the games part <laughs> yes I feel so bad I should have listened to the rest of it I just I'm so I have like the attention span of a goldfish cracker like I like, can't. you know totally understandable <laughs> my favorite thing to do is just turn on a podcast and then not even be paying attention to it and then every <laughs> once in a while like something will just like I'll hear it and I'll be like what the fuck are they talking about oh no and then I just go back to what I'm doing <laughs> right (laughs) I love to do that okay so the first game that we're gonna play is one of the newer games okay the first game is uh just you giving like little queer advice I don't have a fun name for it yet like I do the other games and I'm mad (laughs) wait what are the other games called well I have different ones I have does this give you gender envy I have how would you make this movie gay and then the uh, other one that you're going to play, uh, which is, would you give them a queer happy ending? Oh, I love all these names, by the way. <laughs> I don't have one for the advice. So just like, give out queer advice, I guess. Um, okay, okay. So uh, I'm going to ask you just basically like give you a topic and like give your advice that you would give to like younger queer you or other queers that you, like, think would probably need to hear that when you were figuring stuff out. Okay. So the first one is for choosing your style. Choosing your style, definitely wear what feels comfortable for you to wear and not what you think other people would think is cool on you, for sure. Um, Just because learning from my own experience, you just have to wear what what you like. I know it's so popular to, I guess, adhere to the trends, but mm-hmm. no, just wear what you want to wear and don't worry about if it's cool or not. Because if you like it, then it's cool, honestly. Yeah. And clothes have no gender. <laughs> exactly. There you go. <laughs> okay. And then the second one is finding a passion. Finding a passion. Okay, just try everything. Just do everything. Like, Mm -hmm. I can't express how important it is to just try things. Because if you get stuck doing the same thing your entire life, you kind of don't realize that there are so many other things to do. So just do everything, and you will find what you're passionate about. And it'll be so many things, you'll surprise yourself. Yeah, like how you're very passionate about Legos. I am, I am. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. and now I am abnormally passionate about this podcast it's literally all I talk about and everybody hates to hear me talk um, what? no I, I mean, love probably it. probably not in real life but like it feels like they do because that's all I'm talking about I mean it's cool I mean I couldn't even imagine hosting a podcast I don't know what I would talk about that's cool that you have one <laughs> okay and then our second game is 
would you give them a queer happy ending? Okay. So when you send in your application form, you sent in five TV shows that you love to watch. And so I picked two characters from two of the TV shows and I'm going to give you one and you're going to tell me if you would give them a queer happy ending or not. Okay, sounds good. I'm excited. (laughs) Okay. So the first one is Will from Stranger Things. Okay. I want him to have a queer happy ending so badly. Like that is one of my biggest things. I don't want to spoil anything for anyone who hasn't seen of season four volume two but oh my gosh like they're just kind of they're edging us with it I'm like please like can you guys please just let this poor kid be happy so yes a thousand times yes I would give Will a queer happy ending do you have already an imagined queer happy ending for him or just like you would just in general give him one um I would imagine that he would find a character that doesn't currently exist on the show and become really close to that character and then not necessarily date that character but just like be able to say to himself the words I am gay you know yeah yeah (laughs) that's it okay and then the the second one is Jody Mills from Supernatural oh my gosh Jody Mills from Supernatural. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't think there's a character that you could ask me where I wouldn't say, yeah, I want a queer happy ending for them because come on. Like, I don't know. Like, if I had said Bobby, probably not. Oh, Bobby? Mm, questionable. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't know if Bobby would want a queer happy ending. Right. Oh my gosh, I'm not even considering what the characters want. I'm just saying what I want. <laughs> You're like, I am the god now, I have decided. Exactly. I am, the, I'm literally, what's his name? Metatron? From oh no, you are. Oh no. <laughs> literally. Yeah, I'm literally him. I'm just like playing my cards, right? <laughs> oh. oh man. So thank you so much for joining me. Of course. Thank you for having me. What the heck? so do you have anything that you would like to promote um I guess just my TikTok because I'm trying to trying to do something a little something there I don't know (laughs) (laughs) yeah so it's at cool beans cam um on TikTok if anyone wants to drop a follow or comment I appreciate the space you were giving me for advertising thank you (laughs) yeah and I'll have it in the description of this podcast episode just so everybody can like visually see it awesome yeah thank you thank you so much again for joining me yes it was so nice to finally talk (laughs) yeah it was super fun awesome yeah and if you ever want me back I'll come back (laughs) (laughs) yeah I think once I run through all of the like guests that signed up already I'll probably have people come back for like different topics that's exciting okay cool yeah Okay, bye. All right, bye. Thank you again to Cameron for joining me on the topic of change. Our Lives, Gender Included, is created by Fate Say, hosted by Fate Say, edited by Fate Say, 
produced by Fate Say, and partially financially supported by Daniel M. To access all of my socials, you can go to my website, lyricallyfate.wixsite.com slash The link will be in the description, and you'll find the links to all of my socials on the first page. And if you click the support page, you can support me financially via a one-time donation on my PayPal, Cash App, Venmo, or you can support just this podcast by subscribing to Anchor, or you can subscribe to my Patreon at the various tiers I offer in exchange for different benefits, or you can buy my art on various products on my Redbubble. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have a great rest of your day in the simulation. <laughs>